This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You are yes on Hive M with me Yolandi Becker and this is Bump and Beyond where as always we are talking parenting. And I feel this year has started with a proper bang as always and I'm going with the flow as I mentioned to you last week already um I'm I'm taking that new year's feeling and I'm grabbing onto it because I feel sometimes that's what you need you need a little bit of a boost to get you somewhere so I'm riding that wave and I'm really enjoying that wave and in the same breath I'm reflecting still on last year and just I'm so reminded by being grateful so if you have a moment today I want you to sit and think and just be Oh, just think of the things that you can be grateful for. More often than not, it's small things. My kids are healthy. Um, that's a big thing. That's not a small thing. That's a big thing. <laughs> um, I have a house. I have friends. I have a loving husband. So for me, I feel like I am winning at life um, just because of those things. And sometimes we, because those things are a constant in our lives, we sometimes take them for granted. So take a moment today to to relish in some gratitude where you are i'm very sure that no matter how stressful or anxious you are or what's happening in your life there is always something to be grateful for so take a moment today to to reflect and to relish the gratitude um, and to enjoy it because there is so much to be grateful for today um my show as always and this is this this show is actually today i would say back by popular demand i had so many messages um direct message emails about this topic that please can i talk about introduction to solids and that's what the show is all about today is again um again <laughs> we did i think it's now already over a year ago that we spoke about this so it's not that um um reason that we did it so we're talking about introduction to solids and to be honest it is a good thing to have a refresher i feel about this topic because the technology and the research and all sorts of things change so much for example i remember when i started with solids with my children okay that's a little bit more recent than a year ago <laughs> that is 10 and 12 years ago and i started with rice cereal um with both my children because that's what friends told me to do and to be honest there my children are healthy and fine they're good eaters is nothing to worry about um i also made my own food with my son and then luckily with my daughter i i don't know learn better i don't even know what the right word is but um i realized my error and then i got help from external sites but i mean the the variety out there is also really great um and there is a lot of help when it comes to introduction to solids but just on that note you can see how it's changed nowadays rice cereal is not recommended as a first food and we'll talk about what is a good alternative for um good food and a good first food because i'm not a nutritional expert and as always i bring in the experts and this is one of my favorite people um in the baby industry today joining us from tummies full of love 
they make baby food. The owner and mom of three, Marita beside tonight. Hello, Marita. Thank you for joining me again. Always a pleasure and lots of fun to help moms in this new year approach the introduction to solids with an educated foundation to make informed decisions for this year ahead. Yes, and I feel like our timing is really good because I've recently found out that most the most popular birthdays is in September. So we are now approaching that for those September babies to turn four or five months. So moms can mentally start preparing for that. So I've recently learned that the most unpopular birthday is actually in December. It's like uh, the 25th of December and the 1st of January is the most. My my son actually asked me this question, what is the which is the most popular birthday? And I was like, I don't know. Um, but uh, I Googled it and Google prevailed and those were the answers. So as always with Marita here, um, with any of my guests, we want you to chat with us. So if you have any questions or comments with regards to introduction to solids, even if you want to share your own experience with introduction to solids, what you did, maybe you're a grandma listening to the show um, and you, you've got a cool thing you start. Maybe you started, I don't know, back in the day what people did. Share with us what you started as a solid and what you're thinking now back maybe maybe it was not such a good idea or maybe it was a fine idea. Please share it with us. Um, uh, our telegram number is 061-895-1019 and SMSs, um, which are charged at 150, you can SMS 34519 and share with us your kind of experience with um, introduction to solids. So on that note, um, I now mentioned, Marita, um, yeah, the, the timing is coming up for introduction to solids, but what is a good age to start with solids? What's quite interesting is uh, we actually see the new mommy starting solids in January because our tiny tummy range, we can literally not keep up with production. Ah, right. That's quite interesting that you can see, that you say that because we can actually see it on our side as well. And April, uh, yeah, obviously with babies being born in December, it's the quiet month of the year. So it totally makes sense that that is legit on your side. But yeah, when it comes <laughs> to introduction to solids and, and when your baby is ready, I always in, encourage parents like do not put a set ta time and date on your baby starting solids because like you know there's not a set plan for every single baby it's not that you can just copy and paste even if you have two or three children it will differ with each one of them so it is important that obviously world health organization always recommends starting solids from only six months although there has been new studies that actually do encourage people people to look for baby's cues around about 18 months, not before that. So from 18 months, you can already look at signs that weeks. your baby has double birth weight. Sorry, Yolandi. 18 weeks. Yes, 18 yes. weeks. Did yes. I say 18 months? Yes, I would say that's a little um, bit late. 
It's much too late. Please don't start at 18 months. After 18 weeks, please don't wait that long. So it's about four and a half months. Um, and your your baby will be hungry and almost crazy by the time they only start solids at 18 months. So 18 weeks, um, double birth weight, um, good head and neck control. Uh, they actually started to show an interest in food. So they actually start watching you. Um, all of that is indications that your baby might be ready to start solids then. So keep a, keep an eye on them and then you make a decision once you see your baby is ready. Oh, and I mean, for me, it's like you said, every child is different. I remember that my pediatrician actually recommended, I think it was around 18 weeks for my son to start with solids because he had like very severe reflux, like projectile vomiting reflux. And the pediatrician recommended maybe start with solids, it might help. I did. And, and I mean, I can tell you instantly when I took the spoon to his mouth, it opened like a little bird's mouth. And it was, I mean, obviously in the beginning, the amount that they eat is so small. It was not a lot that he was eating, but he was, you could see that he was interested and quite keen to take it in very easily swallowing, pushing out a little bit, but not too much. And it was really, it was very easy. And then by the second time, you know, I didn't really ask anyone about it. I kind of forgot with Emmy to start with solids. And then I started with her. Also, I think around 18 weeks, I kind of, oh, I should start. And she, when I brought the spoon, not interested even remotely. And I kind of then waited every week. I tried a little bit, um, looked out for the other signs. And I think it was a lot closer to six months that we, I would say just after five months. I do have to say there was benefits with Oscar, I felt because we could start earlier, um, just because I didn't have to rush the process, I felt like it was very like, you know, and if you skip a day, you don't feel too bad about it and <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> because it was just starting and it was kind of easing into it. Whereas with Emmy, I felt there was a lot more to do. But again, then I got in the help of, of a baby food company like Tummy's Full of Love to actually help with that process because there's so many foods you can introduce. But that's the next question that I probably should ask is what is a good food to start with as a starter solid? So you mentioned about the rice cereal being more controversial. Obviously, there's a lot of topics around it. There's parents that still does rice cereal, and it's fine. At the end of the day, it's just informed. Uh, it's it's about making an informed decision if you do rice cereal versus your vegetables, for example, a yes. start off. So we usually recommend there quickly. I'm interrupting you, Marita. Let's get back because this is a long answer. I know. After the ad break. <laughs> <laughs> This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. Yes, if you've just joined me, you are on Bump and Beyond with me, Yolandi Becker, and this is 101.9 High FM. And this week, exciting stuff, we're talking about introduction to solids. It is actually such a fun time, I have to also say. Um, with baby to introduce solids because it's a nice and it's also it's a big I feel a big milestone and I can like I said I'm talking here about 10 12 years ago with my kids and I can still remember it very clearly so I do feel it is because it's such a big thing and you're so excited by it and I mean it's you write it down and you remember it it is an exciting time but before we got interrupted 
My guest today, of course, is uh, Magis for Liefde or Tummies Full of Love owner uh, Marita Besidenite. And we're talking about introduction to solids and she's the expert in this field. Also mom of three, so she's properly introduced solids personally as well. <laughs> um, also, uh, probably how it started the business Tummies Full of Love. <laughs> but we were talking before we went to ad break about what kinds of foods we should be introducing. And you said that... Um, not ideal with the rice cereal, but also not a crisis situation, luckily. <laughs> well, so I think at the end of the day, it's a it's a decision that every mom should make for herself, but it's important to make informed decisions. So when actually starting solids, I usually recommend that even if you start before your six-month time slot, usually around about 18 weeks onwards, I usually recommend that parents start either with sweet potato or butternut. Rather start with a vegetable instead of a fruit. That way the palate can slowly but surely just get used to a kind of sweet flavor, but not overly sweet like your fruity flavors has got in, like your apple and pear and stuff like that. With rice cereal, it's just important to remember that if you do follow that route, because we know that uh, vegetables can be expensive. So there's some parents that may be not they won't be able to afford vegetables or they won't be able to afford any food. So maybe rice cereal is their only alternative to actually starting solids. Um, keeping all of those demographics in, in mind, um, rice cereal, if you should pick one, rather pick one that's organic and uh, check the ingredient label at the back that it does not have any added sugar. Rather choose one where you add milk instead of water because usually those ones are high in sugar. And important to know is that most cereals are fortified with iron that can your ba make your baby constipated. And I think that's one of the things your baby is already getting used to this new introduction to solids. Now, all of a sudden, they're struggling with constipation. You have to sort out starting with solids and constipation at once. So, so that's one of the reasons that I usually recommend moms um, not to start with, with the rice cereal. And there is amazing recipes that you can actually find in the, on the internet where you can make your own oatmeal um, cereal kind of things. It's not instant, so you'll have to cook it in a microwave. Keep that in mind. But it is a much healthier option than an overly processed rice cereal, for example. So your basic vegetables to start off with, then slowly but surely introducing fruit flavors as well. Um, it's obviously important creating a routine around feeding time, putting them in the chair so they know what's coming. Um, all of that's very important. And from seven months, I usually tell parents, like, introduce as much flavors, as much combinations, cinnamon, basil, rosemary, name it, you can introduce it. Obviously, you're not going to give your baby a chili bite or something to eat, so keep a little bit of um, common sense in mind. But do introduce as much flavors as possible. You don't have to give your baby the same food for a whole month. You only have about 36 weeks of introduction before your baby turns one year old. Oh, so wow. That's said, actually quite yeah. like, oh, that's shorter than what I thought. 40 weeks you've got. So, so use that time. Don't, don't waste it like giving. Obviously, when you start off slowly, you'll do two to three days on one flavor, then move over to the next. 
always try your new flavor at lunchtime or at breakfast time that if your baby do have a reaction they're happy by the time they need to go to sleep as you know we love sleeping we love parents to sleep and be happy so at the end of the day those are my major pointers when it comes to what you should introduce when it comes to solid but you've already kind of touched on this but uh, how much food and i mean like i mentioned before that's what the thing is with babies I don't know why we think that, but I mean, I remember always like thinking, oh, they should be eating more, but they eat such a tiny amount in the beginning. How much when you start off with the um, different flavors now that you were mentioning every couple of days, breakfast or lunch, starting with it. And those are all great ideas. How much are you giving them? So usually we recommend that parents start with about a teaspoon or two, like literally only slowly introducing. It's just like exposing them to a bit of the flavor. If your baby is not really eating it, you can always put it on a little play um, mat inside of or in front of them and let them play with their hands so they get the texture and everything as well. Um, but it is a million dollar question because every single baby is different. So you will get a baby that will be happy with a teaspoon or two, and then you'll get the next baby that wants to eat the whole tub and is super eager to actually eat. So at the end of the day, I always encourage parents uh, keep an eye on your baby's cues, but a good um, rule of thumb just to follow is the amount of months that your baby is old. For example, six months, they'll have six teaspoons at breakfast, te six teaspoons at lunch. And then if you introduce dinner later on between two milk feeds, your milk feed should still end at the end of the day um then six teaspoons for um for dinner for example that's usually a, a good rule to follow but like i said if you see your baby does eat more or does eat less it's fine we still need them to drink their milk it's the most important for them to get in the first year usually around about nine months you'll see that they'll drop some of their feeds or they'll start to drink a little bit less as you increase the amount of protein and the amount of meals that they eat they actually started to eat a little bit of snacks so yo follow your baby's cues when it comes to this um especially the first up until nine months do not let them leave too much of their milk um and then eat too much so it's just about keeping the balance between those two Great. So if you've just joined me, I am speaking to Marita Besadna. She's the owner of Tummies Full of Love. And we're talking today about introduction to solids. Again, if you are keen to join in the conversation, share some of your questions or insights about this topic. It was a topic by popular demand. Please um, send us a, like a telegram on 061-895-1019 or you can SMS us at 34519. SMSs are charged at 150 per SMS. Um, uh, Marita, you were also just mentioning about um, the protein as well. You also made a mention about iron obviously causing constipation. Um, but obviously, we do need to introduce protein at one point because babies have a reserve of iron that they receive from moms and this starts getting depleted. When should we start introducing proteins and what kind of proteins is good to start with? Yes, the depletion of iron obviously has a major influence, as you will know as well, on their sleep and stuff like that. So we do want to replenish that as soon as possible. I 
I tend to feel that moms are afraid of protein introduction for some reason. It's almost like you do not know how to handle and go about this whole process and my moms get totally stressed about it. So we recommend about three to four weeks already after introduction, your basics like your carrots, your sweet potato, butternut, apple pear. Then you can already start with your protein introduction. Reason for that is obviously we need to fill up those iron stores. And then the other reason is that the texture introduction Production. And obviously, if you have a good eater, the vegetables will soon not be enough to actually just feel, uh, let them feel a little bit uh, more saturated for a, for a longer time. So um, that will actually keep their tummies full for longer, which is also very important. And usually our go-to is you can either do your extra lean beef mints, um, do buy from a trusted supplier that you know, don't go to um, Atis butchery, not that there's something wrong with them, Atis butchery, but if you know they've got good health standards, we are working with food, we are working with baby tummies, that is quite sensitive. So um, if it's a healthy, organized place and you know that their food standards are up to date, um, chicken mints you can do as well. Stay away, obviously. Um, of You can do lamb. Just make sure that it's extra lean. The only thing is that it can be a bit of a fatty uh, protein to add so that it may let them feel uncomfortable. I usually introduce that at a little bit later, around about 10 months of age. And then obviously you can do fish as well from seven months of age. Uh, um, just make sure obviously there's no bones, fish bones or anything that your baby is exposed to. That's That can be a choking hazard. But yo, your basic extra lean beef mints, your chicken mints is a great way to start. And it's only a small amount that you can really add to your baby's meals. Once again, try it at lunch. And then from there, you can explore more and more. And obviously your eggs as well. Oh, That's also a protein. One. Sometimes we get so stuck on meat and then you get chickpeas and you get lentils. That's your plant-based proteins as well. So you can expose your baby to that as well as soon as from six to seven months you can already start exploring with that i I know marita and that's one of the reasons why i also love tummies full of love that you you like to keep the vegetables separate because lots of these baby foods um you know it's like a mixture of everything together which you can and also do i don't think it's necessarily bad but what pumpkin tastes like what carrot tastes like it's not that they have this mixture of things and then they don't even know what things taste like anymore and then once they actually need to start eating and you're giving them actual broccoli then they're like oh we hate this because it's not covered in pumpkin (laughs) type of thing so i know that's the theory behind it Um, do you then recommend to have the protein separate or do you would you include it in the vegetables so, yeah, I uh, the whole uh, point of view from Tummy Full of Love is exactly like you said. It's about in creating meals with individual flavors just so you can build that healthy food foundation. It's, it's like building a house. You can't leave little blocks out and then at the end of the day when you put up the roof and your baby is a toddler, then all of a sudden everything crumbles because there's certain blocks that you didn't actually get into place. So that's why that exposure for individual flavors is so important for them to get to know it. When it comes to protein introduction, I I usually encourage moms to keep it separate at the start. With every new flavor that you do introduce to your baby, give them a bite separately, even if it's beetroot or 
whatever the, the the flavor that you're exploring with something with mint or whatever give them a bite separately so they can build that foundation if they're not fond of it you can obviously mix everything together try that today tomorrow again when you do something new do the individual flavors as well so you can see your baby's reaction and then obviously it takes up to 14 to 20 times for your baby to get used to a new flavor so oh, please wow. when they spit that's it out the first, see, that's also a good yeah. one to tell parents because i did not know that <laughs> yes yeah, so if they spit it out at first, please do give them a chance. Um, it's especially if you go to a quiet taste like olives and avocado and things with that usually kind of triggers people to not be fond of it. Um, it's important to keep on encouraging them, even if they just play with it and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think that is that's the important part. Give the the, the protein separate, even if it's a small amount, and it will your baby will gag. Let me give you a heads up. There's only a small amount of babies that will not gag for protein. Remember, it's a totally new texture, but your baby's body is so amazingly amazingly equipped that that way is it's to protect them at the end of the day. And the more you expose them to that, the gag reflex will get less and less and less. Obviously, if they projectile vomit. Because of that texture, you need to take that away for that meal and just give them the smooth texture. Do try again the next day if you only give them a small bite. But even if you take a little bit of sweet potato and a little bit of butternut, whatever your vegetable is that day, and add a little bit of protein with that just for them to start exploring with that, that's fine. If you see they struggle too much, you can mix it together and you can try that. But at the end of the day, it does take time. And especially even if you move over from protein into your more textured mashed foods it takes your boy, baby longer to eat um, you must be patient and at the end of the day we want to be patient with them because if you rush it or you keep on um, giving them smooth textures for too long you're going to struggle to get them over to table food so you delay the whole process so rather sit that extra five to ten minutes if your baby is getting used to the textures instead of just giving up and just saying you know what i'm just going to give you smooth food i don't care because obviously it will make it more difficult for you later to move I'm, over to textured I, foods i feel a little bit delighted here and i wish i had this information with my son because i really oh, i remember also sneaking food in like giving him yogurt and then in between sneaking stuff in just to get him but now I realize I was just impatient. Oh, so you learn. So luckily he's fine now. He's 12 and he's eating. He's a very adventurous eater, luckily. So I did survive that. But for a long time, he was quite a picky eater. And I really, really did struggle to introduce a texture to him. Um, so please, please take Marita's advice and be patient with them and try it constantly. Even if it's a little bit every time, I definitely would encourage you to do that because you don't want to sit with a toddler still where you need to puree foods and they can't eat off your table and things like that. But lots of the things that you were also now mentioning, um, Marita is looking at your baby and how they react. That brings me to the next question. Um, do you encourage baby led weaning? What is baby led weaning? Maybe not everyone knows what that is. Um, do you encourage that? Yes, definitely. So baby led weaning is where you use steamed vegetables, steamed fruits that's safe for babies to eat, and they actually use their hands to eat. So at Amateur of Love, we believe in a combination of both because obviously we do have purees, and as an experience 
with my own kids, it's just like they were hungry from the get go. <laughs> so I just felt that I could not see how much my baby actually gets in, how much the dog is eating and how much is landing on the floor <laughs> if I only do baby led weaning. So I'm kind of a control freak. So I needed to see how much food is my baby's getting in. So that's why I started with purees and the, the more traditional way. But now from about seven to eight months, it all depends on your baby's coordination and stuff like that. You can already introduce finger foods. It is actually so important for your baby to to get the coordination between their hands and mouths ready and then obviously that's texture introduction because now all of a sudden they actually can almost bite something off and your baby does not need teeth to eat for all the moms out there they actually can chew with that little gums if you're a breastfeeding mom you will probably know those gums are quite strong um they can actually eat with that and they actually <laughs> yeah. They use their tongues to, to press against their palates at the top. And that's how they start the chewing movement that we also want, because obviously then they're going to start eating chunkier foods yeah. um, as soon as we move over from smooth to puree. So baby led weaning, the best advice I can give moms is if you are scared that your baby might choke, please go for a first aid course that you get yourself equipped with the, with the knowledge you need. But most of the time, babies actually choke on non-food items like rocks and leaves <laughs> that they usually put in their mouths around about nine months of age when they start crawling. So just, just equip yourself with, with being prepared if your baby should choke. But anything that you can press easily that gives way within your index finger and your thumb, like for example, avocado or papaya, that's quite soft. They will be able to start chewing that and they will maybe give a small gag and that's just their body starting to learn how to chew as well so your baby led weaning is amazing please do combine that with your puree diet to introduce texture i also have to also even out of my own experience it's it's so much fun for the kids and i i think actually quite a lot of other learning happens when you know like they're starting to coordinate themselves a little bit more so i think you can have like a combination of different things happening at the same time when you do um baby led weaning this is bump and beyond with yolandi becker is brought to you with compliments of discam baby city and just like that another great show is partially um, finishing up, but it's been so great speaking to owner and mama three of the Tummies Full of Love uh, range of baby food, Marita, beside a note. Marita, just before you go, I would like for you to first just name a couple of things because we talked a lot about now what kind of foods you kind of can introduce, what you should do, the amounts that you should do, but what are some things that babies should not be eating? <laughs> You Landy, so yeah, I think um one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give moms today is really to we know what's good and bad for our health at the end of the day. So stay away from over-processed foods, stay away from sugary drinks and sugar. Your baby really does not need any of that. Um, overly salty foods, uh, leave all of that for, for later in life. So try to, to 
stay as close to nature than you can in the first year. And this, the second piece of advice will be that moms should, I know it's so overwhelming and going on the internet and looking for what to start and how to do it. There is so much conflicting info out there. I usually tell moms, get yourself a person, your person, either it's your clinic sister, it can be you can call me if you need to. You can call you, whatever at the end of the day. Get, but get your sister, your mother, whoever you trust, and follow their advice when starting solids. Don't go rogue. And if you ask on social media, you'll get 200 different answers. You'll be more confused and you'll maybe go down the wrong road. Um, but at the end of the day, just enjoy the ride. Don't overthink it. Um, enjoy it and just stay close to nature, as close as you can in the first year of life. Great. Thank you so much, Marita. It's been so so great having you. Just before you go, please let me know uh, where can people reach you? <laughs> so we have social media pages, uh, Facebook and Instagram, if that might be easier. And then we do have a website. It's www.tummiesfulloflove.co.za where we do process online orders. We can deliver to your door. Uh, but yeah, feel free to contact us there. And um, even if you're unsure how to start and where to start, please contact our office and we will be able to assist And there's got lots of free information on their website as well, how to start and what kind of foods to start with. So go, please go check it out. Marita, as always, one of my favorite people. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thank you, Yulandi, for you and the moms as well. Thank you.